Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. We're entering the third week of Stories That Shape Us and I appreciate every one of you who have listened, who have shared, who have messaged me and asked about the podcast. I appreciate you. It's really fun to do this every day. I, I usually, I at the beginning, I thought, will I have enough to talk about? What will I share? Are there enough stories that will cover 365 days? And then I know that I don't have to worry about 365 days. I just need to focus on the stories and the things that I'm learning today, day by day, and share those. There are times when I plan way ahead. There are times when I go through my diaries from years ago and and share those stories. And um, so today, I am in my journal from 2016 to answer a question that was asked of me over the week, last week when I was at a conference and this, this is one of the questions that I get frequently asked, especially when people hear my story of healing from sexual trauma and they want to know people like a blueprint and, and maybe they're people like me because I like to have a blueprint too. I like to know when something is starting, when it's ending. I like to know where the potholes are. I like to know what's the journey like. Tell me how the journey is and um, perhaps it, I, I will learn from your experience and know that I can walk that journey too. So one of the questions I'm often asked is, tell me how you do it. Like, how do you, how does God help you to heal? Because the, a young person asked me this or last weekend, uh, this week rather, how does, shouldn't God just heal me? Can't he just heal me? And other women have asked, you know, there are many women who have, after attending my workshop, say, I know it's time now for me to go get healing. It's time now. I can see the many places where it's having an impact and it's time for me to get healing now. And I think that's, that's amazing that people can know that it's time for them to get healing. So how did I do it? How did I do my journey of healing? How did I attend to my wounds? What, what made me, what made me do it and, and continue doing it and not giving up until I had the results that I want? So I am a, I am a doer. I am, I'm organized and I like to get things done. And so I've always approached life like, let me just get this thing done. That, that's not always a positive thing. It has disadvantages too, because I don't always know how to give up because I want to see something through to completion. And because I'm so focused on seeing it to, through to completion, sometimes it takes long for me to realize that this is something that I need to let go of and start something else or approach it in a different way. So those are some of the disadvantages. But in attending to the wound, I approach this in a systematic way. I'm an organizer. My mind functions best when I have a blueprint or some example to follow. I like to have an example of this is how it's done. Follow this. So when that is in place, I know I can get work done. I know I can do anything when I have a blueprint. And maybe that's why I give people blueprints. Maybe that's why I do so many journals and, and write books and do videos to give people a blueprint. So the first thing I did was I knew intellectually that Jesus heals and that that was my starting place. I didn't always know it in action, but there's an intellectual part of me that knew. If you've read my book or listened to any of my testimonies before, you'll hear me say that there was a place where I felt he couldn't help me. But intellectually, I knew he could. I didn't know what the end would look like in terms of my healing, but I wanted to start because I know he heals. I just know that he does. 
Many years ago, I learned how to pray, claim in promises, and this is still a big part of my life today. So I use this method. And for example, there was Jeremiah 30 verse 17. And I also was honest. After I got through a certain place where I could pray, I wasn't always able to pray. I was honest. I would tell him everything, even the anger and the parts of me that didn't want to forgive. I did not want to forgive. First, I talked about frustration. And when I, when I, the frustration, especially when I saw an, un, an unhealthy coping mechanism and how that was playing out in my parenting and in my marriage, the sadness when triggers overwhelm and flow over again into those very important areas of my life and those very important aspects of my life, my parenting and my marriage to the people that I love where the coping mechanisms were on, weren't positive and they weren't always healthy and they were having an, a negative impact. Love. Love was a guide. I learned to love me and I learned to love my wound. I, loved to, I learned to love the wounded child because she needed love. She needed care. She needed attention. So I learned to love me and my wound. I learned to love me how God loves me. That was my blueprint. He was the guide because my parents loved me and I knew that intellectually because of their own traumas. They weren't always able to show it. They did things. They were doers. But the softness and comfort and gentleness that I needed that speaks love to me, they could not speak my love language. But I learned how God spoke my love language. And so I learned to lean harder into or deeper into that love. And I learned how to model it for myself. I had to, first I had to allow love and tenderness in order to fully experience it. So I had to allow that love and tenderness in, in order to fully experience it. I also had to learn how to accept love from others. I had to learn how to accept love from my children. I had to learn how to accept love from my husband. I had to learn to accept the love of my friends. I had to learn to accept love from people who wanted to give it to me freely. But before, I wasn't able to accept it because of the stories of sexual trauma. I also learned how to... Um, Learning how to to love and accept love was easier said than done. It was a process of, it was a parallel process, I'm going to call it. I was letting go and receiving at the same time. I was letting go of low self-worth, low self-esteem. Self I was letting go of shame and pride to some extent. I was letting go of so many things in order to allow the things that was necessary in. This is urgent work that happens slowly. <laughs> Healing is urgent work that happens slowly. And so I had to learn patience. Patience for me. I learned patience as a mother, as a homeschooling mom. I learned to be patient. I learned to be patient with my husband. I learned to be patient with people around me. But I had to learn patience for my patience towards myself, for myself, for the wounded child that was taking a while to heal. I had to learn patience. And so healing, I say, is urgent works, work that happens slowly. The wound, when you're healing, it needs care, love, and tenderness. But I learned, and I hope you learn, that you're worth it. 
You're worth all the time in the world that it takes to heal. You're worth all the resources that you put into healing, all the financial resources, all the time, all the things that you'll expend in order to heal. You're worth it. You're worth the change of your family, sir, of your social circle. You're learned the you're worth the boundaries that you put in place to protect yourself. You're worth the afternoon naps. You're worth the, the long drive on your own. You're worth the vacation on your own. You're worth changing church so your nervous system can relax in a place that is accepting and not critical and judgmental. You're worth whatever it is costing you to heal, you're worth it. You're worth the extra financial resources. You're worth all of what it's taken to heal. And so I hope that you will take your journey of healing that whatever you need as a blueprint that you'll find it mine was knowing that knowing that god loves me knowing that he heals that's what i used as as a blueprint i read lots of i read lots of books i read lots of people's um work i did therapy i did training i read anything i could put my hands on that was the approach i dived into it and i was because i was committed to the process I hope you'll commit to the process of healing because you are worth all the time in the world and all the resources in the world that it will take for you to heal. Thank you for joining me on this story and I hope I'll see you on the next story.